Business, lifestyle, social media, powerful woman. Do any of these words interest you? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Behind the Girl Boss podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and this is the place where you can learn about powerful business women who are thriving in whatever they do. Get your notebooks ready and let's get learning. Hey everyone, what is up? So um, as you can see, we have a new little intro to the podcast. So I'm not going to do the whole little hi, it's Amanda, welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss, all that thing that is gone. I just feel like it was so repetitive and that like if, if someone was like actually coming back to the podcast every week, which I hope people are, I feel like you would hear the exact same thing each week. So I feel like that was just like an easier way to like kind of segue into the podcast and into the chats and all those fun things. So welcome back or welcome. Um, of course, we're going to have our journal segment of the week. And I know I've been gone for some time. I've been gone a little. It's been a minute. I was just like overwhelmed by school and I was just like in finals and it was a time. Let me tell you, it was a time and I needed to recuperate. I needed to step back from my mental health and I'm very glad I did. And I'm very glad I didn't put out episodes that like weren't making me happy and weren't what I wanted to be putting out. So with that being said, I'm back. We're back for weekly episodes with amazing guests, some solo ones, some guest ones, mostly guests, but you know how it goes around here. I'm super excited for this. I'm super excited to celebrate our two years on the podcast this summer, and I'm just overall excited for everything going down right now. So we're going to jump into our journal segment of the week, and this journal segment is kind of like a manifestation journal segment or a journal prompt, I should say, and basically this is to describe your dream day. Describe a dream day in your life, whether it be career-wise, family-wise, um, whatever you want it to be, just describe what a perfect day is for you. So for example, I did that this morning actually, and I just wrote about how like a day in the life of me being a full-time content creator while being a part-time social media manager, and I just wrote about like how that would go. And it was so fun and so fulfilling to be able to write that and like imagine it and kind of put it into the universe and I was very detailed and everything so it'd be really fun for you guys to do that and kind of just like write about what a perfect day in your life would be that is fun and it kind of segues us into today's episode which is a very very fun episode and I had so much fun recording it and I'm sure you guys will love it especially if you're into the whole manifestation world this episode is really really for you So I had Effia Salter on the podcast. So Effia is a manifestation and mindset coach. She's also the host of the Manifest Edit podcast. We had such a fun conversation. We spoke all things manifestation, what it means to manifest, what manifestation is, what it means to be a manifestation and mindset coach, the type of services she offers. We spoke about how to script write, different type of journaling, all those fun things. And then we had a little portion about her podcast and what she talks about on it. And it was just such a fun conversation as someone who is trying to learn manifestation more and trying to get into manifestation and kind of confused of like how to do it and everything. This episode really helped me learn those things and I'm sure it can help you learn those things also. So like I said, if you're into manifestation and if you're into that world, this episode is for you and keep on listening. Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. So today we have Effia with us. So hi Effia, how are you? Good, thank you. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Um, before we start, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? 
Yeah, sure. So I'm Afia. I'm a mindset and manifestation coach, NLP practitioner, and also podcast host of the Manifest Edit podcast. And my ethos is about empowering ambitious women to manifest their extraordinary lives, to stop just settling for normal, but to really think about what an extraordinary life looks like for them and to cultivate that deeper sense of freedom and also connection to their own truth. I love that. I'm excited to get to know you better. Before we kind of jump into the podcast, I like to do a little hot seat segment to kind of just like break the ice and have like fun little questions. So the first one is, what is your go-to meal? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, there could be so many questions. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's like a roast dinner, like a roast chicken with mm-hmm. uh, roast potatoes and everything, because then I make like chicken soup afterwards. Um, but right now I'm also eating a lot of like salmon, rice and salad, which I know sounds really boring. But when I find something I like, I kind of go through phases where I just eat that until I become bored of it. I feel that. <laughs> Salmon's really good. So I agree with that. Um, the next one is what is one TV show you can watch over and over and never get tired of? Prison Break. I've never watched that. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. So good. I think I've rewatched it four times now. <laughs> Love that. Um, and the last hot seat segment question is, where is your dream travel destination? So before the pandemic, I was actually going to go on a Euro trip, which I know is a variation of destinations, but I really want to travel around Europe and do that whole Euro trip experience and maybe there. I also had a trip to South America planned, which I had to cancel. So I'd love to go back to there. I mean, not go back to there, but replan that <laughs> trip and actually go. <laughs> I hope you can do that soon. Honestly, I was supposed to also go to Europe, be, like when the pandemic was happening, like before, obviously. Um, I was supposed to go and I had to cancel too. So it's very, very unfortunate. So we're going to kind of jump into the questions now. So the first segment is what is manifestation and what got you into it? So for anyone who may not know what manifestation is, how would you kind of explain it? So if you've heard of manifestation, manifestation before you probably heard of the saying that thoughts become things and I think people kind of get wrapped up in this and thinking okay so you just like think about something and it magically appears but really what it comes down to is you have an idea you have something you want and that is a thought and then to bring it into your 3D reality is something you can see, touch, feel, experience is manifestation. And then so what happens to actually create that thought into reality can be a variety of spiritual practices, spiritual tools, actions. There are a number of different things that happen in between to make that something tangible. And that's really what the process of manifestation is, is making a desire, making a thought into something tangible. So how did you learn and get into manifestation yourself? So I've always grown up with a kind of spiritual persuasion I guess you could say from the age of nine onwards my family and I we were Buddhist so although Buddhism and spirituality are different they definitely have a lot of similarities and so I was always used to growing up maybe a little bit differently from some of my friends at high school and then when I was in my early 20s I kind of stumbled into the world of personal development law of attraction and then manifestation came from there and then it was something that I began to incorporate into my life from a more spiritual lens rather than a religion lens. Awesome. So I feel like there's, or I've heard, I don't know too much about manifestation yet. I'm kind of just getting into it, but um, there's different types of manifestation, I believe. Which one do you like personally practice more? I'm not sure if I understand what you mean by the question, because I would group everything under 
conscious or unconscious manifestation as in unconscious manifestation is attracting things into your life and you don't really know why Mm -hmm. and conscious manifestation is when you have an awareness and you're purposefully attracting things into your life that you want purposefully creating the life that you want so that's how I would divide manifestation up and I guess then you know within that there are different tools and different practices that you can use but I wouldn't specifically call that tool or practice manifestation itself. Okay. No, it makes sense. Totally. Um, so can you give us an example of one of your favorite manifestation success stories? Yes. Oh, um, so one that I had last year actually was winning um, over $9,000 of prizes. Wow. Uh, and in lockdown, I kind of took up this hobby of entering competitions and competitions was something I'd always thought was in the past of like, yeah, people enter them, but you never really win them. And during lockdown, I got chatting to, I, I would say like a mutual friend. We'd like met through Instagram and had some conversations on there, but we'd never really spent any time together. And we started talking about competitions because I knew that was something that she entered and I'd always tag her in them, but I never really saw it as something for myself. And uh, then during lockdown, we just started entering them together and I won my first competition and I was like, oh, this was actually quite easy. And then I kind of developed this belief in myself and because previously I thought, oh, no one wins these things. And obviously I was perpetuating that into my reality. So I was like, what if instead of believing that no one ever wins these things, I believed it was not only really easy for me to win them, but I won a competition every week. And wow. from that point forward, every single week, I won a competition from teeth whitening to money. I won a holiday that I went on last week from uh, Melbourne to Sydney. And yeah, just loads of different things. And then specific manifestations within those, I'd be like, ooh, I like the holiday. That's something I specifically want to mm-hmm. manifest and then would get that. So yeah, that's, that's been so a really cool. fun one. That's so cool. Um, so talking about manifestation and everything, we're going to kind of transition into what being a mindset and manifestation coach is. Um So when did you decide you wanted to become one and what exactly is that? So for a few years, I've wanted to kind of share my spiritual lessons and journey with other people, but I couldn't really see a way for it to make sense before I became a mindset manifestation coach. I was in the travel blogging space as well. And so a lot of women would ask me how I had the confidence, how I had the courage to travel travel solo and this actually led to me creating a solo travel ebook all around helping women gain the confidence to travel solo what I began to realize is that it was not just the travel that people were asking me about but it was also the mindset it was also how are you getting all of these free travel opportunities or how are you working with all these brands when at the time I had I think like 2,000 followers so I soon realized that the way I was portraying myself online as a travel blogger was really leaving out a huge part of my life and when I thought about my life as a pie chart I was like travel is actually probably like one of the smallest pieces of that like my spiritual Mm -hmm. journey and mindset manifestation is a much bigger piece then obviously the pandemic hit and it just felt like a good time to um, kind of switch my content but I didn't know that it was necessarily something that I was going to do as a career and then it kind of naturally evolved out of there I always tell people like I don't specifically remember the exact mm-hmm. steps just one day I was coaching but I just knew it was something that I wanted to do on a grander scale and I think deep down it was something I had wanted to do for a really long time is just having the courage to actually pursue those dreams and to make it happen turn mm-hmm. that passion into a reality so to be a coach, do you have like to have any certain like qualifications or do you kind of just like dive into it? So the coaching industry is not regulated in that anyone could turn around and become a coach. Some people choose to get certified by searching coaching organizations or certain programs. For me, I decided that 
rather than a specific coaching certification that I wanted to look into areas such as neuro-linguistic programming that I wanted to learn more about and help my clients with rather than one overall program that might not have included mm-hmm. those things. So I do have a certification in neuro-linguistic programming and then I've done some other courses and things around specific areas I want to go into as well. Awesome. So what do you specifically offer as a coach? So as a coach, I offer both online courses and digital products and also one-on-one coaching. So one-on-one coaching looks like working with someone to help them realize their goals and desires, but also to help them process a lot of the things that are coming up for them, whether that looks like helping people work through their limiting beliefs, to learn what their limiting beliefs actually are, to really cultivate this deep sense of awareness around their own life. And For me, the way that I teach my clients and students is around my framework for effortless manifestation. I have a five-step framework, and this really informs the way that I teach my students and clients and really help them connect with their own sense of intuition. For me, it's very much about helping whoever I'm working with really build their sense of self-awareness, really build that sense of connection to their intuition so that not just during our coaching experience, but long after that, they're able to cultivate the results that they want and to create the life that they want. Awesome. So when you have like one-on-one coaching like experiences, is there usually like a time frame like you do it for like a month and then like they're good or like how long do they usually last? So my coaching programs are from four to six months. I okay. personally don't like to do less than that because I think the longer you can work with someone, the deeper you can go into mm-hmm. that level of transformation. I think um, a month is is not really long enough because you're just getting to know each other and you're also just getting to know yourself so I think generally I prefer to work with people on a longer term basis so that they can see those deeper transformations and have that so how do you go promote how do you go about promoting your business um do you think Instagram because I know that you are like a Instagram blogger do you think Instagram has helped your business grow Yes, I do think Instagram has helped my blog grow. Uh, sorry, <laughs> has helped my business grow definitely. Um, it's certainly not the only platform I use, and I think personally for me that Instagram is definitely not my favorite platform either. Mm-hmm. I really love connecting with people over Instagram, but my favorite way to connect with people is definitely where you can more have that interaction so maybe through my Facebook community or my podcast or even on Clubhouse those are really my favorite Mm -hmm. ways to connect with people. Love that so moving on to how to achieve and manifest your dream life if someone is listening to this right now and is wondering how they can achieve and manifest their dream life what would you tell them? Um, So I tell them first of all to really get clarity on what that is and I think a lot of people start with okay I'm just going to set this intention but without really thinking about what their values and vision are so within my five-step framework the first step of that framework is embodying the vibe of your next level self or embodying the vibe of your highest level self and what that really looks at is okay what are my actual values and vision because often we can think that something is our vision or often we can think that this is something that we want to manifest but actually we've just been influenced by our friends family what we see online Mm -hmm. and where we think we should be at rather than what we actually truly want at a soul level so it's about manifesting the life you want from a soul level not from an ego level okay So what specific things should one do while manifesting a dream life? I know like some people have said like to create um, mood board or vision board. Some people said to do scripting affirmations, like which one would you um, suggest to someone? I would say that we are all so different that there's not Mm -hmm. going to be one specific practice that is universal and works for everyone. I know my favorite um, personal practices are meditation. I do meditation every day without 
fail. Journaling is something that I do almost every day as well. And I think these are incredibly transformational tools because they allow you to access your subconscious mind and see what stories are actually running and creating your lives because yes thoughts create things but before thoughts are your beliefs and your beliefs are what perpetuate your thoughts so you have to develop an understanding of what you believe around the world not just what you think you believe but what you truly actually believe and then your spiritual practices and tools you use are going to help you align the beliefs with the person you want to become awesome so when you do journaling do you kind of use journal prompts or do you just like free write so I there's a couple of different types of journaling that I use. I would say maybe, there's maybe five different types of journaling that I use. So the first type of journaling is scripting, which is writing about a future version of yourself, but writing about it in the present tense. Mm-hmm. The second type is intention journaling, which is thinking about the kind of things that you want to manifest and making sure that when you are intention journaling, that you're doing it towards the goals that you want, not away from what you don't want. The third type of journaling I would use is typically known as shadow work, but this can also be called release journaling, which is really about getting to the root of those subconscious stories. And it can be quite confronting. It can be quite challenging, can be quite difficult. So it's not a type of journaling you'd want to do every day, but it's really understanding your stories and understanding your limiting beliefs and how they came to be that way. The fourth type is stream of consciousness, which is literally just writing whatever comes to your mind. And the final type is gratitude journaling. So I'm someone like I love to ask inquisitive questions. Like one of my favorite to do is ask questions that really help people to go a little bit deeper. So sometimes I'll free write or sometimes I'll use prompts that I've just come up with out of questions I want to ask myself. You have like one of the five, like are any of them like your favorite ones to do? Scripting is really fun. Scripting is definitely really fun. And especially during lockdown um, in Melbourne, we were in stage four lockdown down which means you could only leave your house for an hour a day so wow. being in the house for 23 hours scripting about my life what my life is going to be like once I was out of lockdown was definitely a fun hobby and actually winning the holiday was something that came from scripting about it it's so cool um so what are some things you would like advise people not to do when manifesting a dream life some things I would advise people not to do when manifesting their dream life would definitely be not basing things they want to manifest on just an intention, definitely working from the values and vision. I would advise people not to get too wrapped up in what other people are doing and to follow like, okay, well, this person uses this exact practices. So these are the exact practices I should use. Like I have a framework for manifestation, but it doesn't say in each step, make sure you use this practice, use this practice when you come to this step, because I think we're all so different and practices just aren't going to work for us. And just the other day I was having a conversation with my friend and she was like, you, you should try more of this practice. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't really resonate with it. She's like, no, it's great. I was like, you know what? I think this is your thing. And I'm really glad that this works for you. But for me, I don't really like it. And I think it's okay to not like everything. And you should get to the point where you're asking yourself questions like does this feel good for me does this work for me so it should definitely be at a place where you're checking in with how things feel with your body with your emotions with your vision and really really understand that manifestation at its core is about your connection to yourself so I would say that that self-connection is one of the most important pieces of manifestation and those deeper shadow work is a really important part of manifestation and boundaries are a really important part of manifestation but often people kind of overlook this in favor of the shiny object so I would say to just make sure that you're cultivating a practice around yourself rather than cultivating a practice around what you think you should be doing of that very well said (laughs) um so you have a podcast called the manifest edit podcast when did you start this podcast and what was like your reasoning behind starting it so I started this podcast in December 2020 
And I had a couple of reasons for starting this podcast. So a podcast is something the past two years I've always said like, oh, I'd love to have a podcast one day. Like when I have an editor, I'm going to start a podcast. And in my mind, there was like so much that went into a podcast. I built it up to be this really big thing in my head that was I wasn't going to be able to do until I had a team to run it for me. Um, and then through one of my mastermind groups I was working in, I, we got into a conversation around podcasts and someone was sharing that it took her like an hour to edit her podcast. So I was like an hour. In my mind, this is something that took five hours, but you're saying I can do it in an hour. So that was one reason. But ultimately, when I looked um, into mindset and manifestation podcasts and podcasts in the areas of things that I personally like to listen to, when I would look through the top charts of that, I would just see a sea of white faces Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel seen. And I also knew that from my solo travel blogging was one of the most common questions I would get in my DMs is, hey, I saw you travel to this place. Like, how is it for black people? I saw you did this. Is this safe for black people? And like, well, when you don't see yourself at the table, you think you're not invited. And so I just wanted to create an inclusive space. So that's also why on my podcast, like 75%, if not more, of the guests that I bring onto the podcast are either Black, Indigenous, people of colour, or LGBTQ+, because I want everyone to feel invited to the table. I want everyone to know that there is a space for you, even if at the moment you're not seeing yourself reflected in this online world. I love that. So what would you say is the main goal and purpose of your podcast? So if someone's listening to it, what do you kind of want them to get out of it? So I would say that whatever they feel they need to get out of the podcast in the moment, you know, when you go onto a podcast, you don't necessarily start at episode number one, you start at the episode that most resonates Mm -hmm. with what you need to hear at that moment in time. So I would always hope that any episode someone listens to, they get the message that they were searching for in that moment. And overall, just deepening this connection to their sense of self and deepening their manifestation practices and spiritual journeys, just to really shine a light on what manifestation actually is and to know that it's not just about being a positive person or it's not about you need to be good enough or worthy enough or deserving enough to call in the life that you want just to shed some truth on that and maybe bring a bit more of a modern perspective to spirituality because again when it came to books you know the most popular books and the most obvious things that you see online it is again like a lot of old white dudes and Mm -hmm. I think that we need to shake things up a little bit yeah I know love that especially like even on YouTube like sometimes I would search up like manifestation like tips or things like that and it was always like a lot of white men that were talking about it so it's good to have like different faces within the community so I agree with that um so your podcast um you have a mix of solo episodes and interview episodes what kind of guests you enjoy to have on your podcast and are they all like also in the manifestation world no I would say the vast majority of them are, they're not specifically manifestation coaches, but manifestation is definitely maybe part of their practice. And I just want to shine a light on maybe practices or tools that I myself am not an expert in so that everyone's getting a full picture. Mm-hmm. I also want to just have a variety of different voices, different outlooks on there. I think everyone has their own unique spiritual toolkit and I want to help people build that spiritual toolkit by listening to these episodes and seeing, okay, this is something that resonates with me, or maybe this isn't something that resonates with me, or I really like that this person said this, this is something that I want to explore deeper. So I really enjoy having a mix of both solo episodes because there's things that I talk about that I um, know that my audience want to hear more about from Mm -hmm. things that they've said to me or questions that they've sent me. But then there are also areas that they might not know to explore because they've never even heard of them or they're not even sure like what this is to begin with. Yeah. So what's been one of your favorite episodes that you've recorded so far? Mm. (laughs) When is this this episode coming out? Because I don't think I've released Um, it yet, but I did. This comes out not this Monday, next Monday. Okay. Uh, Well, I guess I can give you guys the inside scoop, but I've done um, 
an episode with um, Barry on Barry, who is a period coach. And we talked about periods and manifestation. And that was such an interesting episode. And I think two areas that people might not necessarily have paired together before. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to share that episode. I'm excited to listen to that. It sounds really interesting. So what's been your favorite thing so far about podcasting? My favorite thing about podcasting is definitely having a platform to share not only my voice, but to share other people's voice to create this inclusive community. And I really love when um, I had one of my podcast listeners actually reach out and message me and say that I'd given her the courage to leave her job and she was going to start thinking about the jobs that she actually wanted to have in her life, not just the jobs that she wanted to settle for. And then two weeks later, I get a message from her saying that she's found her dream job. She'd laid boundaries around what she wanted and they'd accepted her for the role and she was just so happy. So hearing about people's transformation stories as a result of listening to the podcast, like even just like if it's affected one person's life, then I'm doing my job right. Of that. So if someone's listening right now and they're interested in starting their own podcast, what kind of tips or advice would you give to them? Don't overthink it. I think a lot of people think that it needs to be perfect. And I know I believed, oh my God, I'm going to have to spend five hours editing now. I I rarely, rarely edit my episodes unless it's a guest episode. Um, but for my personal solo episodes, I don't really edit them anymore. That's just person, a personal preference. If you feel like you need to edit yours more, go for it. But know that you don't necessarily need to do that. I also think that not getting too wrapped up in saying the right thing I am someone who I'll maybe have three or five bullet points and then I'll just say whatever comes to my mind I don't have the whole episode scripted out so know that you don't necessarily need to know exactly what you're going to say beforehand Mm -hmm. because it's a topic that you love and already know about so the words are just going to flow when you begin talking so just don't stop talking if you need to you can go (laughs) back and edit but you probably know more than you think you know and if you have the desire to start a podcast don't wait for the perfect timing or until I get this amount of followers that's when I can start if you already have the desire to start a podcast start now like what are you waiting for yeah I agree and I feel like every single person has like a different story and different perspectives and different things to share and we can all learn from one another definitely yeah so the last part of the podcast I asked people on Instagram to ask you questions and I picked two of my favorite ones so the first one is how can someone get into manifestation if they've never done it before So I would say we have all manifested. We are all manifesting presently. Um, It's just about moving from unconscious manifestation to conscious manifestation, which is where you're aware of the things that you're creating. So knowing that right now you already are a powerful manifester, it's just about redirecting that energy to the things that you want to create. So definitely the things that we've talked about before, like touching on your values and vision and making sure that you're setting an intention that aligns with you, but also something that we haven't touched on yet in this episode is setting boundaries around your time and energy, because while you're giving your time and energy away to things that don't serve you, it's actually taking time and energy away from things that do serving you. And that energy could be invested into creating the life you actually want to live. So being really mindful of where your time and energy is going, not just saying yes to things for the sake of saying yes, but saying mm-hmm. full body yeses to things you actually want to do to people you actually want to spend your time with. Awesome. And the last question is, do you have any tips on scripting for manifestation? I think scripting for manifestation is such a fun practice to do because you can write about anything, any future that you can imagine is possible for you. And you know, I don't want to get too too deep into the um, parallel universes of the- 
theory, but um, you know, if you have a desire, there's a reason that you have a desire. And when you go to scripting, you can might you might get started and think, no, there's no way this could happen, or no, this sounds completely crazy, or I don't know how I'm gonna make it happen. That's the whole point of scripting is to think of all these outlandish things that sound absolutely wild, absolutely crazy, but make you feel so excited. Like the secret to manifestation is number one, self-awareness, number two, responsibility, but also feeling. Feeling is the secret behind manifestation. So write about things that evoke emotions within you that make you feel something when you're writing about them that when you read this back you're like I can't believe this is my life that get you really excited like that's the kind of energy you want to be infusing into your manifestation so when you're scripting write about something that excites you write about something that when you read that like you're almost close to the point of tears I know for me that's when I'm scripting I'm bringing myself to like such a high emotional place that when I'm reading it back I'm getting into the energy of what it would be like because the aim is to tell your subconscious mind that this is my life already this is how we're living life already so that your subconscious mind filters opportunities to you to align with the new story that you've created for yourself Awesome. That's so cool. I love that. Um, Well, that's all I had for you today. So thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Before you leave, do you want to shout out any of your socials, your podcast, where people can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at my podcast, the Manifest Edit Podcast on Instagram at Afia Salter. And I will also leave a link to a free manifestation masterclass that you can access that goes through each of those five steps in my framework for manifestation in a lot more depth and will help you apply those to your own life as well. Awesome. Well, I'll leave everything in the show notes and thank you so much once again. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I really, really do hope you guys enjoyed it. And honestly, if you're into manifestation, I really do hope this like encouraged you and motivated you to keep on manifesting those dream goals and that dream life because it will come, I promise you, all of our dreams, all of our goals, our career goals, our life goals, they will come true and we just got to put it into the universe. We just got to think it, bring it to life, journal about it, talk about it, write about it, pretend that you're already there. I I really do believe in manifestation. I've heard so many success stories and Effia even shared some success stories of her own as you listened to or as you heard and on I'm just like I'm so excited and this episode just really did motivate me to be able to manifest that dream life that I want and to get to where I want to be. And I recorded this in a time where I was actually doubting myself. And just to be able to listen to her and listen to her like tips and advice and how to do it, really just, I think it's bringing me on the right path. So I'm very happy with this episode and I really do hope you guys felt the same way that I do. So thank you guys again for listening and do not forget to go follow Effia on her Instagram and to check out her podcast. And if you want to check out me, please do so. My Instagram is at BehindTheGirlBoss or at It's Amanda Wan. You can also follow me on YouTube or subscribe to me on YouTube. Oops, the lingo. But you can subscribe to me on YouTube. It's Amanda Wan. I am so close to my April goal. I had a goal of 7,600 and as I'm recording this, I'm less than 60 away. So that is super, super exciting. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please don't forget to leave a review if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Reviews really do help the podcast and it can help the algorithm of the podcast because there's not much of an algorithm, but having reviews does help get the podcast out there and up in the charts. So I'd really appreciate it. So thank you guys so much once again, and I will hear you next time.